Awesome. Sarah, uh, thank you so much for leading us during that Memorial Day remembrance. And, and, and I pray that this weekend for us is more than, than, than barbecues and pool time or the end of the school. Hey, listen, hey, parents, it's, it's our responsibility to, to, to share with our children and pass that on from generation to generation, the significance of this. Are you with me? Man, there have been men and women that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, laying down their life for the freedoms that we experience. And Sarah, I want to thank you and, and uh, for, for leading us during that time. And thank you for our service to our nation as well. And Staff Master Sergeant, how many of you would have had to salute her if she would have been? Yeah. Some of y'all didn't ever rise above that rank, did you? But Sarah, we love you. We, we call Sarah Soldier Sarah around here. I salute her whenever she walks in the church office. But uh, we love you and thank you so much for your service. But for all of you that have lost a family member in serving our nation, thank you for paying the ultimate sacrifice. And we pray for you as Sarah's already prayed today for, for continued healing. And, and, and listen, hey, listen, there, we, we have some of our brothers and sisters that are home now, right? That still need our love and support and encouragement. And uh, we, we owe it to them. You agree with me, right? We, 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 we owe it to them. And uh, so, so uh, thank you. And we pray for those families uh, uh, today. I, I, I wanna pray for another family right now that's, that's a part of this community. They don't join us physically in person very often, but, but they join us. They're part of our online community. You guys know that, that we have anywhere every week from around 125 to 165 sites that log on and watch this 10 o'clock worshiping service. Can we just welcome them this, this morning and say thanks for joining us. And for those of you that are watching us this morning, we'd love to have you in the house one day if you're ever in the area. And, uh, um, uh, but, but thank you guys for being faithful there. But, but we have a family up in, in Squamish, up in the British Columbia, Canada area that, that has, has suffered a tremendous loss of a family member this week. And, and I just want to acknowledge you guys and let you know that we love you and praying for the peace of God to surround you today and your family as you walk through these moments, uh, these next few days, and uh, as you celebrate the life of a loved one that was taken way too soon. So, Ray, Rachel, we love you guys, and uh, can't wait to hug your necks and the kids whenever you're back here in the house and visiting with us today. Today, this morning, we, we earlier we prayed over a, a family in our church. You know, there are a lot of things that I get to do as a pastor um, that, that are really a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I get to play golf six days a week, and uh, <laughs> I never played golf. If you ever go with me, you, you'll be able to determine that pretty quickly. But um, but one of the cool things that we get to do as a pastor is 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 when 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 people within the body hear a call from God on their lives and they step out in obedience and respond to that call. And and we had lunch with the family this week that's sharing us about a transition and a move in their life. But but today also this morning we had a chance to pray over a, a pastor and and his son and his wife as as they head out to go and and, and pastor a church. Uh, uh, Victor and Lupe Perez and David Perez who works in the Hill student ministry. Many of you guys know David. Uh, they they have answered the call to pastor at Stonewall Baptist Church uh, right up the road near near Johnson City and uh, that area there and, and, and they start next week and so it was really a joy and an honor for us as a as a staff. They've been coming for a little over two years now 
faithfully every week, make a 45 minute, 50 minute, I don't know the Dempsey's, y'all drive it from Fredericksburg all the time, uh, but they come down and they've been faithful. It was interesting, David said, hey, Pastor Jason, I just need to let you know, is it okay if I still come to the 8.30 service because you're done at 9.40 and I can still get back to lead service at Stonewall if that's okay? I said, bro, whatever whatever you wanna do. So, uh, uh, but, but, but we prayed over that and I love that. I, 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 love, I love it when I get to, to just see how God works through, through you guys and how he uses you. And, and I know that not every one of you are called a pastor or church, um, but, 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 but you're called to tell a story, right? And we're gonna talk about that here in a few moments, but, but I just wanna pray if I can right now for the Perez family as they step out and as they accept the leadership at, at Stonewall Baptist Church. So if, if you guys just grab somebody's hand next to you this morning, those of you that are watching online, just grab somebody's hand that you're seating, seated, sitting around this morning. Uh, Skip and Susan Hewlett, I know, are up in Portland, Oregon with their granddaughter, Tegan. And uh, let's just pray together if we can this morning. Lord, you are so good, isn't he? Is that an accurate statement? You're good. And we love you, Lord. And we thank you for how you demonstrate your goodness to us time and time again. God, we thank you for what we just sang that, that, that we're never alone. You walk with us through the fire. You're, you're there pushing back the waters. God, whenever we, we feel like that life has just surrounded us and there may seem like there's no hope, there is hope because you're a God that is with us. And Lord, I want to pray that right now for Ray and Rachel and their family. Lord, I ask that in the midst of this difficult time that they would feel your presence and your peace like never before. And that God, through, the, through, through, through this great tragedy, beauty would come from it. Father, we celebrate with what you're doing in Pastor Victor and Lupe Perez's life. Thank you for their son, David, as well as they step out, God, and as they, 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 they assume leadership in a, in a new church. Lord, I, I, I'm praying that you would just turn Stonewall, Texas upside down. Woo! That it would spread over to Fredericksburg and Johnson City. Blanca would be surrounded, Lord. Lord, that, 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 that Stonewall Baptist Church would become a lighthouse for you in the hill country. Wow. That the lost would be found. That disciples would be made. Lord, I thank you for Pastor Victor and for him saying yes for him answering that call. Whom shall I send? And, and he says, here am I, Lord, send me. Use me for your glory. Lord, I know that heaven's gonna grow as a result of Pastor Victor's faithful ministry there. We pray anointing and blessing over him this day. Holy Spirit, thanks for being with us in this house. I wanna thank you in advance because you guys need to know something, that the Spirit of the Lord's about to do something really incredible in this room. Are you ready for that? Lord, I pray that we would leave here transformed today, that we would be changed as a result of what's about to take place in this room. All for your glory. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. We wrap up a series today entitled Raise a Praise, right? And what we've been doing over the last several weeks is, is looking at God's word at stories of, of incredible moves of God that we find in the Bible. But what we've also been doing is having real life human beings that you rub shoulders with around this campus stand on this platform as well and declare 
healings that's taken place in their life or how to praise in the everyday or in the pits of life and difficulties, right? We, we, we talked a little bit about some life transformation. And I know that there's some people listening here today that your lives have been changed by Jesus. Am I talking to you? Now, come on, you better bring it this morning. This is 10 o'clock. You guys have slept late. You're full of energy. You know, we don't stop and pause and think about the good things that God does in our life. I don't think enough. We're we're, we're so quick to to call out to him when we find ourselves in trouble or in need of something. But but, but my concern is that just in this fast-paced world that we live in, we we don't slow down enough or or we just lose sight of, of the great and awesome things that God does in our lives. Has he been good to anybody here? He's a good God. And he still does great and awesome things. And so we've been celebrating those things over the last few weeks. I love this passage of scripture in Psalm chapter 77, beginning in verse 11. The psalmist writes, I could never forget all your miracles, my God, as I remember all your wonders of old. I ponder all you've done, Lord, musing on all your miracles. It's here in your presence in your sanctuary where I learn more of your ways for holiness is revealed in everything you do. Lord, you're the one and only, the great and glorious God. Your display of wonders and miracles and power makes the nations acknowledge you. By your glory bursts, you've rescued us over and over. How many of you have been the recipient of a God glory burst? Come on. Woo. We celebrate those things. We give him glory and honor. Amen. Today, I want you to, today's going to be a day like none other. Because here's the deal. Today, you guys are the message. Today, You're going to preach the sermon. What do I mean by that? I just know that God's done a great work in people's lives today. And more than the four people that we've had an opportunity to hear from, there are countless stories in this room today that are worth telling. And so today, we're we're going to set a microphone up on this floor right here in the middle. Now, you know, I'm taking a risk right now. But, but I just really believe that God's going to move in these next few moments as we share stories. Now, l- let me tell you what's going to happen in just a few moments. I'm telling you right now because I want you to begin thinking about something. First of all, you're only going to have 60 seconds to tell. Okay? For some of you that are already like, oh, okay, then don't come up. You got 60 seconds. That's it. And, and, and what I want people to hear today, it's not about you. It's about him. Everything that we say in this room needs to always be for the glory and honor of God. And it ought to always point people to him. Are you with me? So we're not here to build your platform, but we're here to talk about a miracle working God, as it says in Psalm chapter 77. Are we okay so far? And here's what I also want you to know. I'm going to stand right here with you. And if you get kooky, I'm going to shut you down. It's what a shepherd does. A shepherd keeps things in order, right? Scripture says, let all things be done decently and in order. And so if I just sense you're going, uh, you're, 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 you're a little kooky. No, no weirdos come up here today. 
all right? Or if I sense you're gonna, you're going a little too long, you got 60, I, pastor out of love and grace and mercy, gonna put his hand on you. And, and that's gonna be an indication to everybody watching on the World Wide Web and in attendance, ooh, you broke the rules. I don't expect that that's gonna happen. In fact, I wanna let you know that it was absolutely beautiful what took place in this room first service, wasn't it guys? incredible 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 so I want you to be thinking about that real quickly I want to remind you why it's important that we give witness to what God's done in our lives remember last week we looked at Acts chapter 9 about what I believe is probably one of the greatest conversion stories in all of scripture we know that there was a man by the name of Saul one day Saul was 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 on, on, on a chapter 8 of Acts says he was in a rage he, he was he was out to stop people that were telling others that Jesus was the Messiah. Saul, Saul was anti-Jesus. He, he was the one present, it says in Acts chapter 7, when Stephen was stoned. It says they laid their cloaks at Saul's feet. But in, 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 in Acts chapter 9, we know that as Saul is on his way to Damascus, on one of these missions to stop Christians, Jesus met him. Jesus transformed and changed his life. How many of you know that that's what Jesus does to a person? He meets them and he changes them and he transforms them. Saul, instead of becoming uh, anti-God, becomes one of the greatest mouthpieces of God in the kingdom. Amen? And, and instead of be, being known as a hunter, we read through the rest of the book of Acts that he becomes the hunted because the religious leaders, the, the Supreme Court of their day, is put off with what has happened in his life. And I love what we read in Acts chapter 22. In Acts chapter 22, uh, his name is now Paul. He was Saul, now is Paul. Pa Paul has been brought in. He's been arrested. He's been brought in before this Supreme Court. And he begins to answer accusations. But what we find Paul doing in Acts 22 is what we're about to do in this room today. He begins to testify. He begins to bear witness about the difference that Jesus has made in his life. Come on. Now, why would he do that? Was it so? Why would he bear witness? Is it so that people could look at him and, and, and praise him? Could, could, why does he begin to testify and, and share his story in Acts chapter 22? So that people could be wowed and, and amazed at, at the education that he received from Gamaliel when he was a young boy growing up? Was it so that, so that Paul could establish a platform for himself? No. Paul was just eat up with Jesus and he wanted other people to experience the dramatic conversion that he had experienced. He, he wanted other people to be set free. He wanted some strongholds to be broken. He wanted other people just like he had experienced on the road to Damascus. He wanted other people to know that Jesus is indeed the way, the truth, and the life. Am I talking to anybody right now? So in Acts chapter 22, he begins to share that. Come on, I know that there's some set people, some people in this room that have been set free as well, right? 
You're glad that the old you is gone and the new has come. I believe what Paul is doing for us in Acts 22 and what we're about to do in this room is one of the greatest ways for us to demonstrate and share our faith with others. Here's the reality. People can gripe and argue over whether they believe that this really is the Word of God or whether what they read in here is really accurate or if we should still live by it or whatever. They, 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 they may discount or discredit or argue or think that we as Christians and what we do in the church, we, we have lost our mind. But what people can't argue about, whether they don't want to believe in details or, or, or cultural things that are happening, they can't argue about a life that's been changed. And that's you guys. And your life has been changed so that you will tell other people about it. Listen, I praise God for the miracles in this room, for the breakthroughs that we've know about for the strongholds but listen that's not just for your good it's for the benefit of other people hey don't hoard your miracle don't be quiet about the transformation and change that Jesus has brought to you share it with someone do not be quiet about telling your God story and so we're going to do that today this is practice so when you leave here, you're like, man, I've already done that once. I think I can do it again. We're going to do that. We're going to declare. We're going to tell people about, hey, do, do, you, do you talk about Jesus? Do, do you tell people what Jesus has done in your life? Come on, we, 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 we heard from a lady earlier this morning. She said, when I was a teenager, I had an abortion and I kept it quiet. I kept it to myself. She said, you know what I do now? Because Jesus has transformed and changed our lives. I'm a volunteer at the Hill Country Pregnancy Care Center. And I am now on the front lines of saving those unborn. Who, who does that? That, that that's, that's what Jesus does for somebody. And you got to tell those stories. you you got to tell those stories. But I just wonder, do we ever talk about him? Is he worth talking about to you? Listen, I want to remind you what Scripture says, and then we're going to start sharing some stories today. I want to remind you what the Bible says. I believe the Bible. I believe in it from cover to cover. And, and here's what God's Word says. Pete, it says this. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Look what it says in Psalm 107. It's that passage. I'm going to read it to you in several translations. It says, let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always loving and kind and his faithful love never ends. So go ahead. Let everyone know. Tell the world how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness. How he's gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. Raise a praise, somebody. Look what it says in the, in, in, in the New Living Translation. It says, has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. The NIV says, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. The contemporary English version says, everyone the Lord has rescued from trouble should praise him. The message says, all of you set free by God, tell the world. Tell how he freed you from oppression. Are you getting it yet? 
Are you seeing what it's saying here? Listen, if you've been saved, if you've been healed, if you've been set free, if you've been transformed, you will tell somebody about it.